Hi, everybody. I'm Liza. And I'm Kurt. And we are parents. And this is the Parent Skills Podcast. Well, hello, Liza. Hello, long time no see. Long time no see. Producer Jeremy. Hello. Husband Jeremy. Husband Jeremy. Yes, I'm here. You doing okay? I'm doing great. Good. Good to see you. It's always good to see Jeremy. Anytime I get to work with my wife, it's a great day. Yeah, that is a great day. (laughs) So I'm I'm the luckiest man right now. You are. My wife would, she she has said, I would never want to work with you. (laughs) I love you. I love being married with, to you. I love you. are my best friend. I do not want to work with you. I would hate to work for you. I don't understand the way your mind <laughs> operates. Yeah. So I think it's good. So that you note get, to self, if I ever need some commiserating, I'll call oh Rachel. Oh my goodness. Yes. She can commiserate with the best of them. <laughs> anyway, th- today we are going to take a look at a topic that is big, challenging, important. We have some thoughts. We don't have all the answers. But today we're going to talk about survival skills for a screen-driven society. And we'll be right back. Okay, well, it's, it's a very timely topic because as I look at our little podcast table, I see three cell phones. Screens are right? out. Our screens are out. Our kids are on screens often at school yep. or at home. And- screens are everywhere. I, I mean, let's just tell secrets for a minute. Oh, let's no. tell secrets. Like, the, I have no kids living at home. And if you count TV screens and iPods, iPads, no iPods. <laughs> You're dating <laughs> Remember yourself, those things? iPods. <laughs> I think I saw one of those on, uh, on the Antique Roadshow the other day. Um, but anyway, <laughs> if you count TV screens, iPads, laptops, Laptop. cell phones, my wife and Apple I, watches. in our house, we probably have three, four, five, six, seven, I don't know, 10, 10, 11 screens for two people. Wow. Right? We won't even tell you then when there's six of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Can definitely. Can you do the math? <laughs> Jeremy, the Jeremy's 20s trying to. Or two, 30s. two cell phones, one TV, two iPads, two, two computers. Oh, yeah, yeah, but then they're up. They're a little Oh, then, yeah, then they have smart watches. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. The DS and all that. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Multiplying. Oh, man. Oh, man. It goes fast. Oh, so man. let me give you a little microwave. backstory. Oh, sorry. Go microwave. <laughs> <laughs> Well, your microwave has a screen. You guys are big. You guys We're are big time. Fancy. You guys are you guys are hoity toity. Uh, My favorite show. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about the refrigerators? Do have screens I know. now? There's so many that have screens. That Come you on, talk to what's, what's happening? What's happening with our gonna world? Not going to be able to go anywhere. So I'm going to roll the clock back. Okay. I'm going to say 15 years ago now, maybe, maybe even a little bit more. A good friend of mine who is also a youth pastor used to travel quite a bit and speak. He came back from a trip to Europe and we're having lunch. And he says, Kurt, everywhere I went in Europe, kids were walking around with their phones, just faces down, mm. texting their friends. This was before smartphones. It was when you did wow. the old, what, 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 what type of texting like the was Blackberry? that? Blackberry? SMS texting. SMS texting. Yeah. Wow. Right. He said everywhere. They, they're just walking around. And I was like, what are you talking about? No way. So foreign. To That's <laughs> crazy. What? I don't, I, I couldn't wrap my head around it. Like the yes. world out of my ass. Wow. But, and now you fast forward and <laughs> one of the biggest ailments or challenges in our culture is everybody 
has their cell phone out face down. I was at the chiropractor the other day. Mm -hmm. That's a topic for another show. Um, (laughs) I was at the chiropractor the other day and my chiropractor said one of the biggest things they're dealing with is bad posture and hunched over because of our forward leaning posture on, on keyboards holding our cell phones. It's wow. actually like they, they said over the, over the last 10 years, you've seen our pot, our shoulders are rolled forward Ugh. at younger and younger ages Yikes. because of the screen driven society. So bonkers. Now we're not here to fix all that. <laughs> we don't know. I mean, that, that is, that is above our pay grade, Liza, yes. but we do want to talk a little bit about as parents, mm-hmm. how do we, survive? How do we help our kids survive in a screen driven society? I don't think we're going to roll back the clock. Mm -hmm. I don't think culture is going to become less screen driven. Mm -hmm. I think there's wisdom in embracing like, I mean, you know, when the automobile was first coming on the scene, Mm -hmm. there was concerns about that and progress. And is it good or bad? It, it, to some degree, it is what it is. Yep. But I think the, the wise parent helps their children navigate culture. Mm-hmm. The good, the bad, and the ugly, ugly, we have to help our children navigate it. So I thought we could each share a couple tips today yeah, on how do we help our kids survive in a screen-driven society. No, I think that's great. I think, yeah, I agree. I wish I could say there was an answer, but it is survival. You know, and you said it perfectly. That was one of the things that I had written down is to embrace it. You know, it's very easy because we have little kids to see, think they're just never going to get a phone. And we can ask them right now because we have little ones. You know, we asked our seven-year-old a little while ago, like, when do you think you should get a phone? And like, uh, when I'm like a mom or dad and we're like, yes, yeah, amen. We'll answer. sign that on paper. Trained her well. Yes. Yeah, you did. Jeremy. Did you <laughs> but it'd be easy to, to say, yeah, that's when we're going to do it. When you're 30 years old, that's not practical. We yeah. have to embrace the reality in which we live. And it is a screen driven world. Now, when we say embrace it though, embrace it with clear expectations, teach them mm. while they live in your home. Because if we're not teaching them under our roof and just handing it to them when they're 18, praying that it all works out well, that's when it's going to blow up in our face. We have to model it and teach it for them while they're under our roof. But at the same time, the kind of other survival skill I thought about on the opposite and is also to let it go. You know, we want to embrace it. It's the reality in which we live in. But we also have to be willing to let it go. I know that I'm that person that, you know, when IT is. So when you you say let it go, you mean be willing to live without it. Yes. For a season or whatever. Yeah. Or even to turn it off or have boundaries. Okay. Like, you know, I'm that person when IT is like, oh, you have something wrong with your computer. When's the last time you shut it down? Uh, Oh, you're supposed to do that. I just leave it plugged in and on because I just open and close the lid pretty much whenever I need it. Wait, I need to do a hard pause for a minute. (laughs) When they say shut it down, what do they mean? Jeremy, what does it mean by that? Like, like, like turn it off off yes. not just close the lid yeah shut it yes, off like, like literally turn it off why do we have to hit do that, that hit that there's a little circle with a line it's a power yep. button yep I shut it off really often shut it off because mm, i probably just probably more than not like i know that sometimes when yeah. i go back on my computer the sound doesn't work or different things and literally all i have to do is shut it down and turn it back on i'm like oh yeah. i think it's been running too okay. long there you go that's a good tip for kurt <laughs> i never shut off my laptop i only close the lid that's yeah. it 
Yeah, yeah, your 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 laptop needs to shut down just like you do every day. You need to yes. shut down. Oh, Jeremy. So Producer yeah, Jeremy. I can bring this together for <laughs> wow, you right now. getting all life, life <laughs> deep. Yes. That's deep. Yes, yes. That's deep. Your computer needs to reset yes. just like you do. Okay, thank yes. you. Thank yes. you, Jeremy. That's enough from you. <laughs> we, we, won't be, we won't be needing to hear from <laughs> Jeremy. Mike. Got the wisdom for the day. <laughs> but yeah, whether it's shutting it down, literally letting it go where it is. And again, I'm probably one of the worst at it where it's, I'll use the, the car ride to make phone calls just because typically right. if I'm going from place to place and I don't have the kids, but then I have to be willing to let it go that once the kids are in the car, I can't be doing the same thing because down the road, they're going to be drivers. And I'll say, you can't be on your phone when you're driving. Well, remember those 15 years that we drove in the car with you? You were always on the phone. Well, that doesn't apply to you. I mean, right. yeah, ugh, never mind. Yep. So I think we have to be willing to let it go as well. Yeah, I like that. I mean, th- those are just two really pragmatic. You have to embrace it. My, totally. my goodness, you have There's to no denying it. The There's just no denying reality. And I think to an extent you're doing your kids a disservice by ignoring it or, yes. you know, only fo- only focusing on the dangers of or the evils of. Mm-hmm. And there's plenty. There's of plenty. Course. So you got to yeah. be really, really smart. But, um, you know, there's a reason why it's beneficial for kids. There's a reason why our kids are, are smarter when it comes mm-hmm. to IT than us. Yeah. They're, the you know, they're natives to it, right? They don't know a mm-hmm. world without it. Mm-hmm. And because more and more kids don't know a world without it for a child to not know much about it puts them at a disadvantage, I think mm-hmm. to a degree, yeah. right there. I mean, again, I'm yes. not, I'm not trying to, I'm not a proponent of all things technological. I'm just saying, I think embracing yes. is smart, but don't go all in all the time. Be willing yes. to turn it off. I think is, is, is really wise. Um, a couple of my thoughts and, and, you know, we've said a couple times in a couple podcasts, we try not to be overly prescriptive. Mm-hmm. We try to give principles there. I might get a little bit prescriptive here. So I, so forgive me if it sounds a little bit overly prescriptive. I'm not trying to be, it's just something to think about. Yeah. But I, I think one tip would be, and this is great for it. I think it also works for things like driver's licenses or dating or first job would be don't dangle the carrot of a specific age that they're going to get access to whatever it is they're asking for. Mm-hmm. Right. So don't, yeah. don't make them. Mis- I think it's a mistake to say to your nine year old, when you turn 11 is when you get a cell phone mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or now I'll go, you know, to your 13 year old, when you turn 15 is when you can start dating or the day you turn 16 is when you can get your, because now you've dangled this carrot that you might two years, three years later feel like, Oh gosh, they're just not ready. Yeah. They're just not ready for it, but you've been promising and they've, they've, you know, they've marked that date down They They can't wait. Yeah. And now you've painted yourself into a corner mm-hmm. of gosh, am I going to be a, a person of my word? Yeah. Um, because they're expecting it, but they're not ready for it. Mm-hmm. So I would use language like, well, we'll have a, we'll, let's keep talking about it. We don't know. We'll, 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 we'll kind of decide together. When it, when it makes sense. Yeah. When you're um, ready, when, when you're you ready, when or... you need it, when it, when yeah. you can afford it. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's a whole bunch of reasons why yeah. adding an additional device to your monthly plan may not even make financial sense for totally. you as a family. Um, and so I would just kind of avoid the promise yeah. of a certain birth date or a certain age when they get the device. Well, I love that because it's not a promise. It's now we're processing it with them. Right. You know, I get that that can be hard for a child when it's like, well, what do you mean when I'm ready? How will we know? 
we, I don't know, we're going to navigate this together. And, but that's the key, I think, for parents to make sure that they process it with their right. child and not use that as like an excuse of, yep. well, when you're ready, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. When you're ready, we'll exactly. talk about it later. One, one way I know you're not ready is the fact that you bugged me about it 24 <laughs> seven. Yes. Like, because that tells me you can't live without Can it. Can I now? So Can therefore I now? you're not ready. <laughs> How about if you don't talk about it for six months? That might be the first clue. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Another, another tip to help them survive in a screen driven society is maybe change the language. Okay. Cause it could be some, it's semantics, but it's also, I think for most parents, the reality is maybe change the language from it's not their phone. It's not their iPad. It's yours. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, if you bought it, if you're paying the monthly service fee, it's really your iPhone that you're letting them use. And because it's your iPhone, then you have more freedom to say, hey, I, I really don't want my iPhone being used after after bedtime. Mm-hmm. Or I, I really like my iPhone to be in the basket when we're having dinner together as a family. Mm-hmm. Or because it's my iPhone, I get to decide what apps get put on there. Um, I think it's just, it's a healthy and again, you know, that does that sound overly legalistic dogmatic? Maybe I, but I think sometimes there are there just like, just like there are times I would imagine a lot of families, we were this way. I was this way with my first car it was not my first car. Mm-hmm. It was a, a car that I shared with my mom. Right. And when she didn't need it, Kurt got to use it, but I, it wasn't my car. My dad paid for it. He can afford to buy me a car. He probably wouldn't have, even if he could have, it was a philosophical thing. It was a family. It was his car that me and my, it was my parents' car that I got to use once in a while. I think that helps. Yeah. So parents, don't be afraid to say, hey, I'm buying an extra iPhone that you get to use. Yeah. And hopefully that'll increase their level of care for it. Right. Because it's easy to be like, well, this is my room and they don't take care of it the way we would expect. Right. But then if it's like, well, this is my phone. And so I don't expect you to take it to the beach and get it filled with sand. Whereas I think sometimes kids would be like, well, it's my phone. I'm going to do what I want with it. Right. I like that. And and, and, and because it's your phone, you can decide when you upgrade, you Mm -hmm. can decide if you need more data or whatever the case may be on, on your phone that you're letting your child use. It's it's just something to think about parents. You know, it's just a a little semantics, a little mental wordplay, man, that Liza, we barely scratch the surface. Totally. Barely scratch the surface. I'll help you survive. There's a book that we have Mm -hmm. on the saddlebackparents.com website. Now there's, there's quite a few books out there, but there aren't a ton kind of written from a Christian perspective for Christian parents. Um, It's a book that we recommend. The author's name is Jonathan McGee. He's a longtime parenting and youth ministry expert, and we don't sell it on the website. But we talk about we it. We have a little review. We have a little the review. Snapshots. They can get on Amazon. What's the title of the book? The, the Teen's Guide to Social Media and Mobile Devices. The Teen's Guide to Social Media and Mobile Devices is a book that we would recommend. Um, parent, now, if you don't have teenagers, that's okay. Grab the book. You, you know, because here's here's what we realize: it the, m- less and less kids are waiting until they're teenagers to get their first cell phone. I don't know what the average age is, but it's 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 trending down. Um, more and more kids have cell phones at younger and younger times. And so I think a book like that is smart for any parent who's thinking about giving access to their children to some kind of device um, would be a a great place to start reading. Okay. Liza. Yes. That's about it this week. A little bit quick, a little bit short, um, but but you got to start somewhere and it's to survive. We got to just have some basic skills. Yep. Parents, we are here to help you in your efforts to raise interdependent lifelong followers of Jesus who want to make a kingdom impact. 
Thanks for joining us this week, this episode, and we will see you soon.